Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Welcome to the Along Came a Writer Network. Opinions expressed in our shows do not necessarily reflect those of the network. Welcome to the Lena Nelson Dooley Show. Today, I will be visiting with a real good friend of mine, and we're glad you are joining us uh, as, as we uh, are on the, on the air. Uh, Andrea Bashar and I have been friends for a very long time. And we've been published by the same publishers, some of the same publishers, and she's written for some others, and I have written for some others. I got this from her bio on her uh, website. She says, I'm Andrea Bashar, author of over 40 books with 1 million copies sold. I'm not far behind you. I'm at 850,000 or 875,000, <laughs> something like that. She says the three components in all my stories are faith, family, and forever relationships, and that is so true. I also blog and write devotions and magazine articles with the hope of encouraging women wherever they are in their spiritual journeys. And then she adds, and if you're one of my many male readers, have no fear. Your secret is safe with me. Well, it's <laughs> safe with us now. <laughs> yeah. So, Andrea, um, I let's I want to give them your website and if there's any other contact information you want to give you can give it right after me and we'll uh, you can find Andrea at her website at www.andreabashar it's a n d r e a b o e s h a a r.com and <clears throat> Let me do that again really slow so you can write it down. W-W-A-N-D-R-E-A-B-O-E-S-H-A-A-R.com. And you, you'll find all kinds of wonderful things about uh, that you need want to know about her on her, her website. You've got a new one, don't you, Andrea? I did. I built a new one um, just to kind of have a nice little change. Oh, yeah, it is really nice. I I just was there quickly because I was getting ready for the show. And I went, whoa, this is new, different look. (laughs) I like it. Is there any other link? Any other link you'd like to tell them about right now? Well, you know what, Lena, if they get onto my website, they'll be able to find me on Pinterest and on Facebook, and uh, they'll also be able to uh, find my blog. Cool. So I have all the links right there, yes. All the links there on your website, which is, uh, and you'll want to check her, her out. She has a lot of interesting things. Okay, I see that you 
have one of the uh, uh, okay. What was the name of it? I didn't put that down. Oh, the my uh, latest book. Uh huh. It's uh for Barber Publishing's new line. Yes, it's I know that. My my heart belongs in, yeah, and my, my book belongs. is the Shenandoah Valley because I love the Shenandoah Valley, and then um. Then it's the subtitle is Lily's Dilemma. Yes, and this is set in 1816, which is a, right. a very interesting time. I the earliest book I've written was in 1804, and it okay. was a pirate book. I usually oh, stay yeah. in the second half of the of the 1800s, you know, but right. Uh, this I was reading. I was uh, I copied what it said on Amazon about this book. Uh, may I read that? Oh, okay. absolutely! Cap Thank you, yeah. Lena. With very little left of the family farm, Lily may be forced into a loveless marriage. That's the the headline on it. And Captain McAllister Mac Albright has purchased land in the Shenandoah Valley. However, the land belongs to Liliana Laughlin. Is it Laughlin? Is that how you pronounce it? I, I said, in my head, it was Laughlin. Laughlin, okay. Or so she erroneously thinks. Max sets her straight, and despite a poor start, the two become friends. If only he were financially stable to offer her more. When Lily's life is threatened and his whole future goes up in flames, Mac truly becomes a man without means, and Lily is forced to make the impossible choice between a loveless marriage with the man twice her age or the man who has shown her what true love could be. How can she choose between love and economic security? Her family is depending on her. Is her heart destined to break? Uh uh, I, I can hardly wait to get my hands on that book, okay? <laughs> oh, and you know want, I'm going to send you one. Okay, I want I want to feature it on my blog. So we oh, need to I schedule you. That. Oh, that would so be after, great. Soon after this, you know, maybe not today, you know, tomorrow or something, we need to set this up and get you scheduled on my blog because um, I've featured most of your books on my blog anyway already but I, yes, you I, have. Uh, I specific, specifically like to feature uh, the writers that I know and I know their work of course I feature other authors too I feature beginning authors and all kinds of authors but I really want you on my website with this story oh thank uh, how you. Did you I would love to share that with you yes tell me how you came up with it well, you know what? I um I love the Shenandoah Valley because to me it has just so much history. You know, from the Revolutionary War, um even yeah. before the Revolutionary War broke out when the British were settling um there and then um there is a house uh it's called the Belgrove Plantation. It's actually in Middletown. Uh, Virginia, which is like kind of right in the middle of the Shenandoah Valley, hence Middletown, right? Um, but yes. not only did that um, that house. Now I'm hoping I get this 
straight. But it was Dolly Madison, the president's wife. Oh. Um, her her sister and husband owned that house. And um, so, of course, President Madison visited there. And um, just a wealth of history on that property. And then oh, cool. during the time of the American Civil War, General Sheridan had made that his headquarters, you know. So wow. it just really had a lot of history. And my husband and I were able to take a tour through it. Um, and it, it just, it just that whole area just really, you know, struck me as just being so full of American history. And so when, um, when uh, my agent asked me, did I want to, write something out, you know, for this new line opening up, I thought, you know, I really need to get my head out of the American Civil War because that's where it's been the last four years. So I thought I'm going to do it right after the War of 1812, but then after the Revolutionary War also, the Revolutionary War came first and then the War of 1812. And I I didn't want to be in any big conflict. You know, I just wanted a nice, uh-huh. sweet uh-huh. love story with with just it's a really fun romance, you know. So uh-huh. um, so I think it turned out really, really great. And I'm really hoping my readers enjoy it. Well, I have never been to Virginia. Uh, when I take that back, we may have gone across Virginia when uh, when I was a senior in high school, we took a train trip. The senior, the senior trip was to uh, Washington D.C., but we okay. went. The train took us down through Mississippi and Alabama, and then up. I think we went across Virginia, but it may have been in the okay. middle of the night. <laughs> but I, okay. I have, I've seen movies set in the Shenandoah Valley, and I think it's gorgeous. I, I would love to go there myself. Uh, it's for just sure. fascinating because I feel, you know, like I was able to walk, you know, where I set my Civil War series, you know. I was able to uh-huh. walk down the street or walk by the the fork, you know, um, in the river where, you know, maybe my characters might have been where the Yankee Army was. And it was just um, really special to yeah. experience that kind of history yeah I don't I don't always get to go where I set some of my stories I know uh-huh. you're I, I, I assume you're like me I we we write kind of what they are wanting wanting us to write you know and so a lot of my stories I've not been to the places I do major research and I'm sure you do too sure. just yep, <laughs> absolutely mm-hmm. really uh one one day I, I was in one of my stories, I think probably during the McKenna's Daughter series, and there was one story and there was one thing I needed to know. I really needed to know, and I couldn't find this one bit of information that I wanted to make my story more authentic, you know, okay. the setting or something. I don't know. I told James, now you, <clears throat> you, you understand as well as I do, that there are authors and there are normals. <laughs> That's right. And, normal, <laughs> and normals don't understand authors necessarily. And if you're married to one, 
it, it well, brings I, some very... Well, my husband converted. My husband converted. Oh. He is no longer a normal. Oh, well, mine, mine, no supports, longer... mine supports me completely, but yeah. he's has not been able to get over that hump beyond... Okay. <laughs> the, you know what I'm saying. But anyway, I said I we were... We were, we were talking one day and I said, I have got to find this out. I can't find this information. I've been looking and looking. <clears throat> and he said, what difference does it make? It's all a lie anyway. In his mind, <laughs> fiction is a lie. <laughs> you know, oh, and you, yeah. you're like I am, I'm sure uh, in my, in our, my books and I'm yours too, our specific people and their stories are fiction. But the mm -hmm. setting and the the uh, uh, events, events and and customs and all of that kind of thing, we go to great lengths to make them authentic. And uh, he has finally un understood that part. <laughs> He's finally oh, understood that great. part. That's great. You know, one time um, for a novella I did it. Uh, it was it took place in montana um and so did my uh -huh. third book um in my fabric of time series it took place in montana and mm -hmm. i just fell in love with you know what i had learned about montana but i actually called uh the uh city hall and i talked to a gal there and i'm like okay so if you look across the yellowstone river right now do you see the badlands you know i had to ask like specific questions and i think she she just got really excited about that i was writing you know a story about their little town you know and so uh -huh, that was uh -huh. really fun that was really fun so a lot of times well, you know just calling people who live there and you you lena just like myself we know just about an author in every state right or several <laughs> authors in every state yes so yes. you know sometimes um we're able to ask you know other authors and that when we can't get to the site that we're writing about Many right. times we right. go off, you know, word of mouth, or we do that extra research so that we can yeah, be when, as accurate as can be. <clears throat> the first book in my McKenna's Daughter series, uh, Maggie's Journey, it was set yes. in um, uh, Seattle, Washington, while Washington was a territory. It didn't become okay. a state till like four years past when my book took place and um, when I first, uh, well, I, I, I worked some and, and when I started stay, staying home instead of working uh, and was writing, I, and you know me, I'm a people person. So I decided to yes. do uh, yes. volunteer work in the library. And what they did is they put me in the back mending books. <laughs> Which, which didn't help that people person thing, but I learned a lot about libraries and I, I, I knew a lot about the adult resource people in a library okay. who will help you. And sure. so I, I could not find what I needed to know about Seattle, Washington Territory in 1885. I couldn't find books. I couldn't find websites. I mean, I was just, and I couldn't picture 
I didn't know how to picture it. And yeah. I was like, so I called the, uh, I contacted the Seattle Public Library, okay. their adult research person. And I told them, I said, I do not want you to do the research for me. I want you to point me to some ways that I can get the information I need about this time period. And she actually sent me a uh, a book, history book of that time period, written in that time oh. period, that they had How digitized. And so she sent me this digital book, which gave me a lot of information. But then she also sent me a website. They had, uh, in the year 2000, they had digitized literally thousands upon thousands of historical photographs. And oh, they had them on a website. Awesome. And they had them on each photograph was on a page. And, it, and if they had the information, it told who took the picture, uh, what year, what time, if there were people in the picture, who was in the picture, the streets, the every, all this kind of thing. And I so went through. So in a way, you did visit. <laughs> yeah. It, right? it was, it was, by, yeah, it was by decade, see. So I, I went through and I found all the pictures out, out of 1885, I mean, the 1880s that I needed. Uh-huh. I I made me a whole a whole city of that I did not know what it would be like until I got those pictures and that was awesome so I was cuz I was able to make it so authentic to the to the oh, time period Oh that's wonderful Yeah I, I loved know, historic, that his, Oh yeah historical pictures are just um invaluable they're they're just oh, wonderful Oh yeah because like I I used uh, at the girl's birthday, 18th birthday party, her father is a wealthy merchant there, you know, uh, okay. the store, I created an, a uh, store that was fictional, but I put it on a particular street in a particular building because I could see that building in the street and that kind of thing. And so when she had her birthday party, you know, they invited Adult, adults, you know, too. It wasn't just like a a teenage party or anything like that. Uh, and they, the mayor and his wife came, and I used the actual mayor and his wife because I had oh, that information. Good. You see what sure. I'm saying? It was yeah. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. Really, really, really. I loved that. Oh, I know. So and it it does. You just end up really. Um, when you're doing research, I'm sure you're you're like this too. It just really one link leads to the other, leads to the other, and uh-huh. pretty soon you just are finding so much information that is so pertinent to your story. And you find things you can't use that are so interesting. That and I try to find a way. Interesting thing I never would have thought of. In the story and in in um, Mary's Blessing, book two of the uh, McKenna's Daughter series, it was in uh, Oregon City and Portland. And uh, there, I, they actually had a picture of this. Uh, they were like m- mountain sheep, long-haired mountain sheep or goats or something like that. Oh, okay. White. That they were 
that they had, they were training them to pull uh, sleds because they were because they were going to take them to Alaska to pull sleds. Oh, I never, I, I never could find the information of where they, they ever got to Alaska with them, but they were, they were training them on a street there in, in uh, Portland. And there was this picture oh, of them. God. And I thought, I have, I've got to put that in the story somehow. So I had uh, the hero and heroine when they went into Portland uh, for a day, they came across this. So I was able okay. to put it in the book. You know, you, oh, have you ever done that? I found did, something fact, like I did in fact with my Montana um book it's it's called um it's the fabric of time series and you wrote for charisma media's um line uh-huh. too and I believe that was McKenna's daughter like um yeah, the McKenna's daughter it was, was for those books. charisma right mm-hmm. and um so my third book in the fabric of time that was called Threads of Love. And while she's from Wisconsin, she takes this trip to Montana. So I found, you know, all this good information about Montana. And one of the things is like, I mean, these you're talking cowboys. These are rootin' suit cowboys. And they just have their herd running right down the middle of the street, you know. And, I mean, so I guess that's something here in Wisconsin. <laughs> That, you know, we just, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the same, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we yeah. don't have yeah. those. Yeah. But anyway, um, we, we do have cowboys here in Wisconsin, though. I will, I will yeah. say that. We do have cowboys. My, my last book, well, my, my, uh, A Heart's Gift, my last long novel, yeah. uh, which came out in December. Uh, did you did you see that it won the Faith, Hope, and Love I Reader's Choice did. I Award? Did I was so excited for, for you? Well, that congratulations. When, when I was a when I was a finalist, I felt like it was a gift that God gave me to be a finalist because the other two books were from Bethany, and my book was Agent Assisted Indie Published. Oh, that and so is awesome! In my mind, it was. It was never going to happen. I mean, you know, that was enough that I was a finalist. And then when when she called me, um, uh, when Nancy Ferrier called, I thought she must be going to need to ask me a question or something. And then she said, I don't know if you've heard about the uh, winners from last night. And and it was then this this other thought hit me. They don't call the losers. <laughs> wow. You know? Right. And I thought, right. yeah, I said, Nancy, you're not calling me to tell me I won, are you? And she said, I sure am. And I just started bawling. And the rest of that oh. day, I was either laughing. My, I was either laughing my head off or bawling. <laughs> but oh. anyway, I in in um, that book, when I was doing research for that book, it's in um, uh, it's in Colorado and it's in uh, Breckenridge. I mean, it's uh, it's it's in the uh, val- valley near Breckenridge. Breckenridge is closest town. There was because uh, I get I get uh, these fo- books from Amazon that are historical photo books. 
That's what they are. All they are is historical photo books, and they give a little bit of history, but they have these photographs, you know, from the from the places. And there was uh -huh. a photograph of this. It snowed so high that the streets were were so the snow was so deep that they tunneled under the snow to get to the stores and they had parts of the time ever so often along the street they would have a tunnel from one side to the other and it showed a couple walking through this tunnel from that side of the street to this side of the street oh, but it wasn't goodness. in the time it wasn't in the time period I was writing. I really would have liked to use that in the story. I, you really find a lot of neat things, don't you? <laughs> oh, you sure do. You sure do. Well, now, uh, this, uh, what is it? My heart belongs or, why can't I not get that? Yeah, I forgot. You can just say Lily's yeah. Dilemma. I think if yeah, you Lily's, research. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lily's Dilemma. Uh -huh. uh, how did you get these characters? I mean, how did, where did you get the characters? Do you, do you do major character pages and all that kind of stuff like some people do? You know, I don't. And that's, I don't either. You know, I'm, I, <laughs> they just have to, you know, I sort of spend a lot of time sort of pre-writing like I, I think things over while I'm vacuuming or I'm washing dishes oh, yeah. or something. And and then I'll jot down, like, little things, uh, you know, that I come up with. But, I, yeah. you know, I told my critique partner, I said, it takes me till chapter four till I really know my character. You know? Yeah, and yeah. I yeah. usually have to go back and fix some things, you know. Yes. But um, yes, it 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 takes me a little while to to really get to know them. I've tried doing the character charts and the interview with your characters, and that, like I said, it's easier for me to do a character sheet when I'm at chapter six than it is at chapter yeah. one. You know. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, so, I, I you tell know, people, you have to start somewhere. I tell people when they, I, that I'm a seat of the pants writer and I, I think seat of the pants writers do in their heads what plotters do on paper. Uh, you know, the story, I think you're right. The story percolates in your head for a long I time. Know. And then it begins to settle down and things like that. Of course, with this story, the the heart's gift, um, about two, and I pray while I'm writing, uh, about two thirds of the way through this book, God changed the ending into a suspense. It, it became yeah. a suspense novel. I that that had never entered my mind until He did that, and I think that made the book more interesting to readers you know sure uh, so then did you have yeah. to go back and add your clues and things like that no actually what happened in chapter two a guy showed up I had never planned and I'm thinking who is that and what's he doing there <laughs> and so I thought if he doesn't do something I'm gonna have to come and take him out <laughs> <laughs> and right. then, tw tw toward the end of the book, 
it was he was there and i thought oh that's why that was there thank you lord i didn't i didn't know that was going to happen <laughs> isn't that wonderful but it was a fun- when you just feel like the lord has really um just been with you as you crafted a story and you just know that that story, whether it's a lighthearted romance or whether it's, you know, more, you know, heavier of a, of a plot, you just, you know, you just sense that that's going to be a blessing. Yes. It always is. It always is. I know, um, uh, I, the scariest I ever wrote was I had a novella collection that we published late June and it's a 4th of July one. And I published it and with, and I, uh, I didn't have a story. I didn't have a story and an event happened here on our block. And I thought that would be a good opening scene. The next morning I got up, that would be a good opening scene. I wrote it for the opening scene of this, of this book. And then I thought, where do I go from here? And that whole novella, it was God leading me. (laughs) to the next place and that was kind of scary because i had not gone over all that in my head (laughs) that was that was like a really a seat of the pantser book right that was really seat of the pants (laughs) and really trusting god you know (laughs) well uh, andrea this has been so much fun i i should have made an hour show instead of half hour but i'm so glad to have you here and I oh, want Dina, our, thank our, you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. It was fun. It was, it's my blessing, and I'm so glad you're here. Uh, this will become a free podcast on iTunes very quickly. Cool. Well.